What's happening, Arsenal Nation? It's your boys Adele and the Baker with another Scarf Live. Quickie. I need you to go ahead and stop the music right now. Because I got a, I got a song. I got a song that, a I think, that I think is a little more apropos. Apropos. <clears throat> now, Arsenal Nation, you'll have to excuse me. I've been screaming my head off for the last 90 plus minutes, so my voice isn't what it used to once be. But there's a little tune I'd like to I'd like to make you familiar with, and it goes along it goes a little along the lines of. <clears throat> hold on, let me join you. My, let me. There'll be no Timbers, Timbers Army in L.A. There'll be no Timbers Army in L.A. There'll be no Timbers Army. No Timbers Army. There'll be no Timbers Army in L.A. Speaking of apropos, I love this game so much. This chant makes no sense. Well, let's. It's. I think it's statistically speaking, it is safe to assume that there's a good chance. There's a high probability that the Western Conference Final will be played in L.A. And it is a statistical certainty that there will be no Timbers Army there. They are not Where? welcome in L.A. There will be no Timbers Army? In L.A. <laughs> Dude. RSL Nation. That was we wild. Just, we just got wild. back from the Rio Tinto Stadium where Real Salt Lake defeated the Timbers by a score of 2-1. to one. It snowed. It rained. And we won. You know, there was highs, there was lows, there was... Honestly, dude, I'm exhausted in, like, the best way possible. I remember looking up at the, at the, at the screen, and it was minute four. And in my head, it was minute... <laughs> right. <laughs> it felt like it was 65 <laughs> yeah. minutes in. I remember that. I was like, how is it only two minutes in? And you, like, looked over. It feels like we should be in, like, the 38th minute. Yeah. Nah, man. It it's you. You made a comment that I think it, it it spoke volumes. So we lifted to the stadium, and you looked I. over. I.e., we took a lift. Right. That yes. I.e. Um, and and you know we're like looking at the weather and it's like rain for like like rain was hundred percent ninety six. Yeah, you getting rained on, and then it was like you also probably getting snowed on. Maybe, and it was like a high of forty-two. Yeah, and it was like it was like Saturday, and it was, I forget exactly how you phrase it, but it was like there's a certain level of uh, stupidity, you know, like like we could have watched this one from home, but we also couldn't have. Technically speaking, we could have. Right, we we would have seen it. Um, nah, man, it was. Like it was an MLS playoff game. I don't know how else to put it. Like, like I feel like the MLS is kind of a crazy league anyway. And then you get into the playoffs, and it's just like, hey, uh, logic and reason. Screw it. Laws of physics, out the window. Overrated. Here is wonder and an excitement and magic, and I'm just gonna dazzle it in front of your eyeballs, whether you like it or not. And that's how I feel this game was. It was yeah, just hey, man, do magic. You wanna, do you want to sit outside in 40 
degree weather while you're being snowed and rained on. Right. Oh, and you get to pay for it. Right. Right. And we're like, yeah, sign, sign me up. up. <laughs> nah, man. And, and even now, you know what though? What? Worth it. I mean, I mean, let's. You know, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but even now, like as we were, so our cell nation. If you're not familiar, we have a little tradition we call victory burritos, mm-hmm. where after a victory or a very meaningful victory, not all victories, after a very meaningful victory. We have a tendency to go to Rancheritos on Highland Drive. Feel free to stop by, say what's up. We're the two dudes scarfing down a couple burritos, mm-hmm. and we celebrate three points or a win. In this case, in this case, there's no points. Uh, we celebrate a win mm-hmm. with what we like to call victory burritos. Mm-hmm. So e- even today, as we're having victory burritos, it's like Seattle Wednesday. How do we make it happen? <laughs> you know, like like work? Nah, we'll figure something. Out. You know, like like and and like. You you're laughing over there, and I know that the probability of us going, it's it's north of like ninety percent. Yeah, like like we're probably going to Seattle next week. We're not quite quite sure how yet. Right. But like secondary. Like we we'll probably be there our nation. and it's like, like I love my family. I love my girlfriend. I even like my job most days. Uh-huh. But like. There aren't a lot of forces that I'm like, yeah, six hundred dollar airplane ticket, got it. Don't worry about that. For, you know, for a night, right, right. Like, and that's the thing. Like, work is a thing. Like, RSL Nation. As much as we love doing this, this does not pay a salary. No, yet. Um, nah, never will. Yeah, it probably never will. You you mean to tell me that uh, two dudes speaking into a mic for a sports podcast isn't a high paying gig? Get out of here. No, like, like, you know, it will be a Wednesday in, Wednesday out kind of situation. Probably Thursday morning, knowing us. Um, but yeah, man, it it's just it's a wild ride, and I'm glad. I'm I was just glad to be there. I don't know how else to put it. I don't want to sound cheesy, but that's what it was. The only uh, I'm looking at some flights here on skip legged, which I do not feel bad for using, if in case anyone's asking. The only sub three hundred and seventy dollar flights are on Frontier. I'm not touching Frontier. Right, because we'll get there next week and like <laughs> you we'll, know through we'll, Hawaii or something. We, yeah, we're gonna book Seattle on Tuesday and end up on like you know Fresno on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it usually works. Frontier in a nutshell. Oh, you need to be in Seattle Wednesday. Have you uh, hey. have you tried Oklahoma City on a Saturday? It's like, no, I'm not saying I'm not down. Just right now, I got something real specific in mind. How that airline makes money is beyond me. Well, I know exactly how they make money because they're like, they're super cheap. Here's a, here's a $25 flight to Seattle on a Wednesday. Yeah. And by yeah. Seattle on a Wednesday, we mean Oklahoma City on a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically, they. I told you they stranded me in Vegas for 18 hours once. Which wouldn't be a problem if it wasn't a work thing, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and if yeah. I knew it was going to be 18 hours in advance. Right. But it was like 90 minutes at a time. Mm. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. Your flight's definitely going to come. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Stay at the airport. And, and and literally like 12 hours in or whatever, 18 hours in at that point, I guess. Well, it, on them, it was 12 hours. And right. It's like, you know what? No. It's not, <laughs> just, I mean, at just, some point, it's on you. Just cancel yeah. it. Yeah. That's when I just went. You know, it's bad when you walk over the Southwest 
and you're like, save me. Right. Well, what you what you do is if you're in Vegas and you've hit the 12 hour mark is what you do is you just rent a car and drive home at that point. I could have literally yeah. driven home and back to where I was going. Yeah. Because I was going to St. Louis. I right. literally I was leaving Salt Lake to go to St. Louis. I left Salt Lake, got to Vegas, which, where I was never supposed to be. It right. was supposed to be Salt Lake, Denver, St. Louis. And Salt Lake, Denver got canceled. They put me on Salt Lake, Vegas, and Vegas to St. Louis. But then I got Salt Lake to Vegas, and then that other flight got canceled. Ended up in Phoenix. <laughs> Classic power play. Artist in case you can't uh, tell, this segment has not been sponsored by Frontier. <laughs> um do you want to like? Do you want to talk about the game? Let's talk about the game, real like, quick. Like I, I kind of don't. Like I'm just like giddy. That's I, what it is. Yeah. I'm giddy. Yeah, I'm super giddy too. But look, man, we won. It was beautiful. I was looking at some yeah. stats real quick, and some of these stats are sobering. Remember, the first half, you were saying, "Oh man, they're playing better than I thought they let, were." Let me be. Let me be very clear about this because I think you misheard. Because I think you like corrected me. Mm. They were playing much more open soccer than I thought they were going to. There was obviously They being Portland. They being Portland. There was obviously bunkering going on. There was obviously a lot of defending going on. There was obviously a lot of them trying to spring a counter any chance they got. But credit where credit is due, Portland came to play soccer. Uh, I don't agree with you. I don't think they did. I mean, they came to play their type of soccer. And there was no doubt that Portland was going to bunker down and then try to counter Their line of of contention, as Dunny puts it, was pretty damn high. Like, they weren't sitting. Still a bunker. uh, Sure, but also... They had had a guy up there. They made it very clear that they weren't worried about the long ball over the top. Well, yeah, but they were also... Yeah, they had possession like six seconds at a time. Sure, and then they'd lose it for five minutes at a time. The end possession was like 58-42. I think, and I thought they did a lot better than the second half than the first half. Obviously. Yep. For what it's worth, I thought RSL should have been up 2-3-0 at half. Yeah, man. Yeah. Who they, took that long shot? I mean, Aaron Herrera had himself a beauty uh, that just got tipped over the bar. That would have been the goal of the that, year. That would have been nice. Um, was it Severino? I thought it was, I, was I, it Severino or Beckerman that I, took the first one I when the goalie like, was out. Yeah, I feel like that was Sava. Uh, yeah, yeah. There was a couple of opportunities where they just like slipped up just for a half second, and, and credit where credit is due, uh, uh, I think Clark, uh, homie, recovered real quick. Also, apparently Clark is good at yoga. Yeah, I. I it took the. It, I'll just go ahead and be honest. It took the fear of like a ban next year to keep me from running onto the field and just like punching this dude in the back of the head, <laughs> like. I'm a I'm a pretty live and let live guy, but homie's doing downward facing dog <laughs> in the 88th. I'm like, really, really, right now, right now is when you gotta gotta limber up, chief. Uh, it, it, let me put it like this: it was exactly what I short of homie starting a microbrewery on like you know the the halfway line. Like I'm like that's the a, most a, an IPA exclusive IPA exclusive uh, sour or maybe like sours only. Uh, like short of him starting a microbrewery somewhere on the field, him doing yoga was the most Timbers thing that could possibly happen. <laughs> uh, like, like what is this? The t- like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Show us some respect. 
I mean, he was trying to stay warm. Maybe that's yeah. what it so was. So was I. Go get a beer. <laughs> uh, yeah, he might as well at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he wasn't going to save anything. But the one zero through uh, the mere cryolog. Yeah. We get, we should talk about this for a bit because this is where you and I, th- I think our opinions differ. Go ahead. Uh, this time, was it Tuesday? Tuesday. You and I were recording what we like to call the long segment. It is the full full uh, Scarf Life podcast yeah, show. Yeah, it was too long. Two was hours two long. Hours, yeah. Two hours long. We actually ended up getting into who should be the quote-unquote forward up top. Yeah. Uh, as we often do. As we tend to disagree, it's kind of a thing. I, you know, not to pat myself on the back too hard, threw out the mirror as mm-hmm. my preference over Sam Johnson, given the given the opponent. That was kind of the caveat. Mm-hmm. Demir ended up having the first goal. If I'm not mistaken, off a off of a kind of a set piece scramble, kind of whip it back in situation. It was a, a whipped in ball, right? Um, it, it's I, I I I watched the Portland game or the Seattle game today, and I and I'm not sure who I would want being our attacking midfielder. But in Hello, my are you done or attack or striking yourself no, in no, the back? No, no, I'm still, I'm still going. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I think hindsight being 2020, which is obviously what I have to work with. Right, Demir was the clear and obvious choice to start as, as attacking uh, striker. That that was just the beauty of a goal. He combines uh, well. Those, those he not- finds space. He knows how to make himself big. He knows how to drift away from his defenders. Um, all all skills that come in handy against the very organized Seattle defense. I think the mirror is a better bunker buster. Right. And that's a good word for it. As we talked early before, I think on our way to the game. Yes, you might be right. He He's probably the right choice to play against that specific team at that specific time. Right. And I think we all knew they were going to play a bunker. I still think they played a bunker. And I think one of the best ways to bust the bunker is to put someone super physical. Yeah. And tall and has an eye for the goal up front. Right. Now, that doesn't mean Sam Johnson wouldn't have done at least as good, if not better, of a job. Sure. And, and we'll, ultimately, we'll never know that. Right. Yeah. There, there were, I think, plenty of opportunities in that first half, especially. For someone who is good in scrambles to step in, step up, and put something away. I think he's better at that than, than the mirror. I agree. I, I agree that he's better at that than the mirror. I, I think there's a skill set that Sam Sam Johnson, to me, is a more physical, more scrappy Wondolowski. That that's how I view Sam uh, Johnson. Let's not go there yet. Okay, I mean, minus the, you know records and stuff and 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 the goals the goals and let's just be honest that comes with longevity right that's that's not something you do in a couple of seasons um i i, I mean style that that's where I'm, I'm i'm going with reminds me of mm-hmm. um a poacher yeah definitely a poacher but also like creates the scenario for poaching yep uh to me sam johnson is the most dangerous when he is running onto a ball that's been played in space. Yeah. And there was a ton of that in this game. There was. I will acknowledge that. Right. But I feel like most of it came in the second half. Yes. After we already went up the, you know, 
well, not, I mean, there, there's the equal. game definitely opened up a lot more in the second half. For sure. Than the first half. Um, but, but, but to me, in the first 45 minutes, I'm, I was really glad that Amir was in there yeah. doing, doing business. Hey, it worked. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Let's talk about Nick Romando for a second. M-O-T-M. Man of the match. Yeah. Uh, Top two, two. Two big saves that kept us in this game, I feel like. That one shot. Who took it? What's their number 10's name? Blanco. Blanco. I hate that guy. hate that guy, too. I hate that guy so much. Okay, just for a second before we get to Romando. Huh? Have you ever seen a team that flops more than the Timbers? Uh, the Timbers are like the epitome of of pot calling the kettle black. Like the Timber fan base will call out every other team, uh, Reddit, Twitter, uh, MLSsoccer.com comment section, mm-hmm. wh- whatever it is, th- there's always a, a, a Timbers fan just there pointing out the injustices of the world. Yeah. But then they will never call it out when their team does the exact same thing. For a team or for a group that flops so much, you're absolutely correct. Damn, they're quick to call others out mm-hmm. and complain about uh, oh ref calls too. Oh yeah, oh my god. Well, I have seen there are players who flop more. I think uh, Martinez yeah. from Atlanta, probably right. one of the biggest floppers right in the game. Um, even Vela, for me. Is a Altador. flopper. Altador is Altador the is biggest, huge flopper. biggest flopper. But I don't know the last time I've seen it systematic. Right. It's like a tactic. It's <laughs> it's 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 part of their They practiced it. Yeah. It's a systematic. I mean, they make a meal out of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, they what that really means is like you know, you touch a guy. Yeah, and they pull up the landing down. gear. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Absolutely. I've never seen a team systematically in this league. Right. I remember Champions League playing against some of the South American teams. Right, right. Or Central American teams. I've never seen an MLS-based team who has systematically flops as much as the Timbers. Right. Like every guy from the fender to forward yeah. know, knows when it's uh, landing gear pulling up time. No, you're absolutely Which right. Which is always... Yeah, like you look at them wrong, and it's like, oh, I'm rolling around the floor. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nick Romano, uh, that one save, I saw that goal, that yeah, ball yeah, when, when in put the it back on frame, of the net. For sure. I, I thought there was, n- yeah, that's just, that's it. That's a goal. That's going to be a, a, a awesome goal, and I was already looking forward to not watching anything MLS related because they would just be on replay all freaking day long right. every day. Right, Um. I would go. And then st- he steps up and just like plucks yeah. it out of the air. Right. Um, the I, I forget when exactly we scored goal number two, but I feel like the like the first fifteen, ten to fifteen minutes of the second half. Obviously, they equalized early in the second half, but that was just like like it was just rough. Uh, I I think had Romando had a slightly worse game, we find ourselves in the seventy fifth minute down like three one. Um. But no, eighty sixth yeah. is when we score the second. Eighty sixth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, I. I feel like that second half, early in the second yeah. half, like like a kickoff to when we find that equalizer, Nick Romando was just all over the place. I just, think he, just he saved a, our saved our skin. He had a really good game. He had a couple of Nick Romando saves, like crazy good yeah. saves, and he had also a. 
don't know, a half dozen or so. Just good, solid saves. Yeah, for sure. Just good, solid saves. Speaking of uh, personnel that has done well tonight, I thought the entire defensive line was really good. I thought even Toya played well tonight. Yeah, the uh, defense stepped up, which was good to see. Uh, midfield, Everton Louise. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, that guy, I can... I think most other teams feel about uh, most other teams fans feel about Everton Louise the way we feel about like Alonzo, Alonzo, mm-hmm. or what's his name Ipara, yep, um, Opara, Opara, yep, um, Chara, Diego Chara. He was a non-factor tonight. Chara, yeah. Um, I I think Diego Chara was a non-factor because RSL wasn't playing the ball in a position for him to be a factor. Yeah. For what it's worth, I think Diego Chara took Albert Ruschnick out of the game. Albert Ruschnick just needs to step up. Here's the thing. I think Diego Chara took Albert Ruschnick out of the game, but it was a game that RSL was comfortable playing in the wings. Yeah. We we knew that Jefferson Savarino, specifically Jefferson Savarino, and whoever was on the other wing, we counted on individual moments of brilliance from them to save that game. And that's ultimately what happened. Yeah. Uh, but but I think it was one of those situations where the 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 space Diego Chara was defending was space RSL comfortable or was space RSL was comfortable giving. Up. Yeah, yeah. That that's why it was a non-factor. R- right, Be- because it it wasn't a it wasn't an area of contention. Overall, I think Real Salt Lake was a better team than the Portland Timbers tonight. Absolutely, and it's a deserved win. It yeah. was still nervy. I uh, don't want to talk much more about the game, so we can wrap it up pretty soon. We will have a long form of this podcast available for you at some point on Tuesday. Right. Whenever we actually recording. Yeah. And we'll talk about Seattle a lot more and a lot of other things. Right. But at the end of the day, I think RSL deserved to win this game. They ended up winning the game. For sure. And tough luck for everyone else. I think Seattle would rather play Portland at than home us. than us. Yeah, I mean, um, so, so that you know, not to get too too far ahead of ourselves, I I did watch all of the uh, FC Dallas Sounders game. Um, if I'm the Sounders right now, your confidence has got to be shook. Uh, you go from leading two zero to all of a sudden having to play an extra time. You know, you you go the 120 minutes, so two hours. You have two hours of soccer. Um, yeah, it's they they feel uh, ripe for the picking. How do you feel about uh, what do you think about the support at the riot tonight? Uh, honestly, Arsenal Nation, if you were there, if you were getting rained and snowed on, hats off to you. Um, I I was very pleasantly surprised by the number of fans that were there that stayed there. Um, it was not a full stadium. It wasn't a full stadium, but it was pretty freaking close to it. They were loud. They were proud. They were waving and chanting and singing and screaming. And uh, uh, ultimately, I, I I can't complain. Yeah, I, I no. was I was happy. Totally. I think it was really good. Um, it was fun. Yeah, it was good. It was a good time. I am gonna do a, a quick little. So, got a coworker. His name's Garrett, and. Uh, so like last, like, like you know, people know I'm an RSL guy at work. You know, it, it, it's I've got a reputation. 
homie comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, you going to the game? It's like, is, you know, is the Pope Catholic? <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, okay. so he's, he's sat in section 35 with us before. He had himself a good time. He, yeah. He thought it was fun. He's like, let me get some tickets. He's like, you are a season ticket holder. I can get them for a discount. Let's do it. Where do you want them? He's like, well, I like to be section 35 next to you guys. I was like, cool. I know for a fact that there's still some seats available. You tell me where you want. I'll be gladly put them, put them on my name. So today rolls around. I'm going to go ahead and say it's like maybe 45 minutes before kickoff. I get a text message from old Gear Bear. Mm. Reads a little something along the lines of, hey, are you still going to the game today even though it's going to rain? Mm-hmm. In my mind, that's I'm not. He what he was really saying is, "Hey, I'm not gonna be there." You know, my bad. Like, you know, honestly, in my mind, I've I've gotten those text messages before. I don't respond. Like, it's yeah. like I'm not there to tell people where they should and shouldn't be in this kind of well, weather. Let's face it, for most casuals, that's not the game. Right, to go to. right. I was like, "Hey, no hard feelings. You good, man? Don't worry about it. I'm not gonna waste my time responding to that because I've had this conversation before." So somewhere around the uh, 38th minute, <laughs> yeah, he was late. He just was late. Half, yeah. Just before half. Homie rolls in, rocking a University of Utah, big old tent thing that keeps the rain off his body. But he showed up, had himself a couple drinks. Yeah, He was loud. He was proud. He did some chanting, high fives on the goals. Um, couldn't ask anything more for my friend Garrett. And I'm not saying that you're a diehard if you showed up, but I am so I am saying that if you showed up tonight, you've gone up you've gone up a couple notches in my book. It was good atmosphere, provided everything. Yeah, us all nation, it's been good, it's been fun. It rained, it snowed, we won, and we're on to the next round of the playoffs. And there'll be no Timbers Army in L.A. None. Wrap it up. I hope you enjoyed this little chat with us we'll be back in a couple of days with a long form where we recap a bit more of the game after we actually have a chance to watch some highlights maybe maybe we might educate ourselves a little bit on this match more importantly we're going to talk more about our next and upcoming opponent the seattle flounders good night good morning good day